Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports this week. And uh, during the pandemic, different uh, aspects of the sports world were affected in different ways. But uh, the sports collectibles, memorabilia industry is one that's uh, it's been really positive and really crazy. And great to be joined by Chris Ivey from Heritage Auctions this week. And they got a bunch of things coming up. But uh, Chris, what uh, if you were going to use one word to sum up the last uh, 16 to 18 months, what would you use? Um, wow, that's, I mean, I, I'd say it's been crazy, right? It, it's been, it's been crazy and, and on just personal levels, what's been going on just with the pandemic across the board, um, you know, but in the sports collectibles market, it's also been, um, you know, I would have never predicted that we would have seen um, the hyper growth like we've seen in the last 18 months as well. Yeah, I mean, for collectors, for investors, I mean, it wasn't maybe, uh, 15, 10, 15, 20 years ago where uh, there wasn't a lot of movement. It was kind of stagnant. Uh, uh, people were maybe not, not running away from it, but it didn't have the, uh, the buzz that it has now. Uh, it's, it's not just because of the pandemic, is it? No, you know, I mean, I think that's certainly a part of it. You know, I think the, the, the pandemic and what happened there uh, really... Um, uh, quickly escalated the growth that was already happening. So I think it just accelerated it. Yeah, one of the bright minds in the uh, sports collectibles and auction industry, Chris Ivey, Heritage Auctions. And uh, Chris, you have something coming up here real quickly. Um, the, the Blazing Summer Platinum Night Auction, August 21st and 22nd. A lot of cool items in that. We'll talk about that, but uh, give the listeners kind of a, uh, a preview of what to expect. Well, so the Platinum Night Auction, we do one in the summer and one in the winter, and it's really uh, the best of the best that the sports collectibles have to offer. So this is limited to, you know, our session one of this auction is limited to five, six, seven-figure items, um, you know, game-worn jerseys, uh, the high-condition rookie cards, that type of thing. So there's a little bit of something for everybody. And we've also got player collections uh, included in this as well. We're offering the Willie McCovey uh, collection as part of this auction. So just really, really cool stuff for sports collectors from any discipline. Yeah, coming off the excitement of the National in Chicago, uh, uh, some of these items were showcased there. What was kind of the, uh, uh, the feedback and the buzz about what you guys uh, were showing off? You know, we were in Chicago, so there's always going to be an interest in, uh, you know, Chicago-related items. So, uh, you know, Michael Jordan was a big hit, um, but we've got some some amazing stuff in this one. Um, uh, Babe Ruth, uh, game-used bat from 1920. He used that's his first year he was in New York. Uh, it's signed by Ruth to uh, Eddie Mayer, who was a... Um, a friend of his at the time so it's uh you know got everything you could want it's uh 40 plus ounces absolute telephone pole that ruth used earlier in his career mm. so that's a great piece um and then one of my favorite pieces in the auction is a cover piece we've got uh one of the best nba jerseys i think that's ever been available and this is magic johnson's jersey from the 1980 season uh which is his rookie season in the nba and uh this is actually photo matched to game six the clinching game of the nba final Finals, where Magic Johnson won MVP. He scored 43 points, had 13 rebounds, and played all five positions. Just a uh, just a stellar performance there in Game Six. And this, like I said, it's actually photo matched on 
um, on Magic's back during that game. So very cool piece. Yeah, an iconic piece that uh, everybody remembers that game that was alive watching that. And uh, one of the, uh, just one of the great moments in NBA history were with Chris Ivey from Heritage Auctions. And uh, Chris also... Uh, uh, a set of items from uh, maybe one of the, the underrated superstars in baseball. Uh, baseball fans know Willie McCovey, collectors know him, but you have a nice lot uh, from the uh, the personal McCovey collection. Yeah, so this is, you know, this is the material from uh, the McCovey estate. It's consigned uh, directly from his widow. Um, we're happy to work with families and, and work with a lot of, you know, families, the, you know, Stan Musial and Brooks Robinson and, um, and uh, Gary Carter and, and a lot. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're always happy to get, um, you know, to promote this type of material and, and have it go to fans around the world that are McCovey fans, you know. I mean, but, uh, he was a staple there in, in San Francisco. Um, just a great Hall of Fame player and, uh, and, and you know, uh, had a great career there with Willie Mays as well. Yeah, the World, uh, World Series championship ring and uh, um, the, the, the iconic first baseman's glove that he used in games in the late 70s. Uh, we're all familiar with that. And uh, this is, uh, these are definitely one-of-a-kind personal items you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, you know, you mentioned there's championship hardware in there, his Babe Ruth Crown Award, which is a really cool piece. He actually had that um, uh, on top of his, uh, his television mantle, so you can see it there in his living room, uh, his MVP award, um, and his Hall of Fame induction plaque and induction ring. So really neat stuff for anyone that's a, a fan of, of, Will, of Willie McCovey. One of my favorite pieces is uh, Topps uh, gave out a... Um, all-star rookie trophies and sure. this is the very trophy if you remember Willie Mays or excuse me Willie McCovey's 1960 Topps rookie card there's a picture of this trophy on it and then the, the actual trophy that Topps presented to him so that's a that's a cool uh, neat item that's in there as well yeah special items uh who knows what these are going to go for at at auction and uh Chris, it's uh, it's just a uh, a great time for the industry. Are you worried maybe that it's so good that it's intimidating people or pricing some people out of the, out of the industry in the hobby? Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, there is certainly that aspect, right? I mean, the the prices are are continuing to uh, to go up and are very strong. But I would say. You know, I mean, this is a market like any other. It's not going to continually go up. There are going to be, it is going to be cyclical. But uh, but what we're seeing, I mean, the, the foundation looks very strong, the, the fundamentals. I mean, there are more and more people coming back. The new bidders that we see signing up for each auction cycle uh, is significant. I, I think it's that's one of the factors we're seeing with the growth is, is a lot of the people that are jumping back in are people that um, were probably kids during that first first um, boom in the 1980s and early 90s, you know, those, those guys that were you know, probably between 10 and 20 years old in that decade are now, um, you know, between 40 and, and, and in their 50s, and uh, they're at points in their life where they may, you know, be looking for, you know, maybe investing or just diversifying their assets, and they're looking at sports collectibles as an alternative asset, maybe in lieu of more traditional investments or, you know, something like fine art or, or something like that. So that, that's a lot of the, the money and the investment that we're seeing coming in the market as well, which is very strong and healthy for it. Yeah, we'll put all the links uh, in the show notes to ha.com and, and social media. And uh, Chris, uh, as you said, uh, 
Um, there may be some cyclical uh, residual uh, effects here in the future, but are the names like Mantle and DiMaggio and Jordan and Gretzky, are they always going to be strong, do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's one of the things we've, we've, we've noticed here in the last 18 months is that, you know, there's been growth across the board, but I would say that the, the very significant growth would be in athletes who are considered to be the greatest of all time in their sport. So, I mean, you're talking Hall of Famers and top-tier Hall of Famers, so guys like, you know, Michael Jordan, uh, Tom Brady, uh, Muhammad Ali, Babe Ruth, you know, Mickey Mantle, these guys are, are you know, the, the market, like I said, it's growing and, and getting a lot of interest, but these guys that are a step above and, and considered the greatest, uh, their material seems to be going uh, even, even stronger. And is it going to be more difficult to get items in the future, do you think, Chris? A lot of the, the players have wised up and, and they're stockpiling stuff in their own homes and basements that, uh, that normally maybe would be out in circulation. So does that put a premium on, uh, on items from Brady and, uh, and Rogers and, and uh, the superstars of the sports that are kind of uh, holding on to their own stuff? like any any market right if the supply is limited and uh, and, the, and the demand is there then the prices will will increase but i think it's a great thing to actually see the players uh transferring jerseys after the after games these days and, and have an understanding i mean because one of the you know it is bringing more supply you may think it's limited but the, the fact that uh that they're doing that and and they're you know because in the vintage days these players will only get, you know, basically four uniforms a season. You got two home and you got two road, and then you you alternated them uh, for washing, and then that was it. And then oftentimes the team or the trainer would, uh, they would wear them for practice until they were tossed out, or and for baseball they might send them to a minor league club. Um, so a lot, you know, not very much of the vintage stuff ever made it out because there just wasn't much of a market for it. There weren't collectors. So now with the modern era stuff, uh, people do understand the value. They do understand it's collectible. So it's going to MLBauctions.com and NFL auctions or to uh, auction houses like Heritage Auctions. Uh, and they can come through different manners. Sometimes the team's donated directly. Sometimes it comes from a former player or a current player. So, you know, that, that material, while it's people are holding on to it and they realize the value, there's a lot, there's more of it. You know, these players are wearing dozens of jerseys during a season. So, uh, it's a double-edged uh, sword there. A lot of great information. Chris Ivey, Heritage Auctions, HA.com. Chris, I know it's going to be a busy couple days coming up for you, a matter of days, uh, um, some, some huge auctions coming up. And uh, thanks for a few moments of your time, and uh, always great talking to you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Chris.